The Giants were on the edge of their third win of the year. They had it in their hands. 24 seconds left. Graham Gano misses a field goal to put the Giants up six. The Jets get down the field tied in a field goal, and they go on to win it by a field goal in overtime, 13 to 10. One of the ugliest football games you will ever see. Punts galore, and in the end, the Jets prevail and improve to four and three. And for the Giants, they fall to a lowly two and six. And with the trade deadline approaching, they should be major sellers. We'll have a special crossover. Blue Rush meets Gangs All Here, our Giants and our Jets podcast. Combined forces is me, Jake Brown, with Brandon London and Lawrence Tynes. And I will join Paul Schwartz and Brian Costello for a segment in this New York Post football crossover as the Jets are victors. It's all coming up next on Blue Rush from the New York Post. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to a special crossover podcast. It's Blue Rush, our New York Giants, New York Post podcast, meets Gangs All Here, our New York Jets, New York Post podcast. I'm Jake Brown. You remember me from this Blue Rush podcast I've been on before, producer of the program, alongside Brandon London and two-time Super Bowl champion Lawrence Tynes. Brandon London, a teammate, a Super Bowl champion of Lawrence Tynes, as well as we react to Jets-Giants. Game film that will be nowhere near Canton. One of the worst football games to watch in the history of the sport. The tape will be burned. Guys, there's a lot to talk about, but also a little to talk about. So, you know, I'll start with you, Lawrence. Ugly, man. 24 punts. What would you say? 42 punts combined in the last two games at MetLife Stadium for the Giants. The Giants basically handing the ball off almost every single play once Tyrod Taylor went down. Fists were pumping in New Jersey when DeVito came in, but his arm was not pumping much because he never threw the ball. A lot of runs, and the Giants somehow, Lawrence, close it out, find a way to lose this game. You know, 24 seconds left. They opt to, you know, I think the big decision we could start with with you is fourth and one. They decide to kick it. Gano misses his second kick of the game. Jets go down the field. We'll get into that. But should they have gone for it there on fourth and one and kind of seal the victory instead of giving the Jets a final shot? So my personal preference, I would have I would have went for it. I would have loved to have given the ball to Saquon, see if we can get a yard. They moved the ball really well in that fourth quarter running the football. I don't think Brian Dable's wrong for kicking it. You expect Graham Gano to make that field goal. But again, this is going to go down, guys. This is not hyperbolic either. This is one of the worst losses the Giants have had in a long time because they lost the game, right, more so than the the Jets won it. Like, they lost this game. They literally gave the the Jets a win on a silver platter. And take this for what it's worth. Zach Wilson was the best quarterback on the field. I don't I don't know I don't care what that means, but they won because they had the best quarterback on the field today. 
Yeah, he didn't tear up the stat board, but he was able to make enough plays with his arm, put them in positions to get down the field and kick a game-tying field goal, and to get down the field, get a P.I. on a deep ball, and get the game-winning field goal. So that is what it is. Not throwing the football with a guy who gets paid, who practices, who is your backup quarterback. Not letting him throw the football is criminal. It's criminal. If if if, if a backup O lineman goes in, do we say you don't have to block? Just stand there. No, you got to f- block. Backup kicker, you got to go kick. Backup punter. Why does he he not have to throw the football? I, I I won't understand it. They coach scared. They coach not to lose, and subsequently they lost the game. A little is that ranty like a coaching there, but... thing? Like, is he is he not ready to throw it? Like, I don't understand why not attempt it. I like... I understand what they were trying to do, but listen, as the game progressed, especially in overtime, and we talked about this in the pre-show, some of those passes were elementary type throws in the flats that anyone on this show could make, and they got no yards for it. He never threw the ball in between the numbers or in between the hashes of the football game. And he played, I don't know how many snaps, you know, 40, 50 snaps. I don't know what the number is, but unacceptable at this level to, to yeah, not let a kid the day, throw the football. When you're looking at the team stats, Giants threw for what? Negative nine, nine. yards? Negative nine I don't even know what to say about that. Yards in an no, NFL possible. football game. And as a receiver, you're you're beyond upset because I know the Darius Slaytons, the Paris Campbells, the Jalen Hyatt's felt as though that they could make some sort of impact on this game if you if you got them involved somehow, some way. I thought Saquon had the best game that he's had uh, all season. He looked tough. He ran hard, ran tough. But I think it was just one of those things where you put too much on his back. You're talking about having Saquon try and will you against one of the top defenses, if not one of the top defensive front sevens in football. So the fact that DeVito, who looked good in the preseason, uh, you know, good enough to make the team. I'm not saying that he's Brock Osweiler or, or like Peyton Manning or anything like that, but he looked good enough. And if you only have, if you're down to two quarterbacks times, you have to have some sort of packages or some sort of plays to where DeVito feels comfortable for a situation like that. So the fact that they didn't the, – the, not going for it on fourth down, I think they should have went for it absolutely because the way the defense was playing, now you're going to have to make them march all the way down. I didn't like Wink going prevent defense on that because you didn't get the pass rush you needed on Zach Wilson. He broke contain, and he was able to hit some guys. But again, like you say at times, they gave this game away. The theme of this game was missed opportunities, and it's been the theme of the season. And that could that could be that could very much be the end of the Giants' season after this game. The that, way that's that why that's why I said it's one of the biggest losses the Giants have had in some time, and they've done a lot of losing. You, you almost think that you know if you win this game, you you feel like you're getting Daniel Jones back, maybe certainly by Dallas, but I think the the Tyrod injury accelerates maybe him playing next week. You get Andrew Thomas back. You start to get some pieces back. And, oh, by the way, Waller's out. This team can't catch a break. I'm not going to sit here and say DeVito should have had a great game or whatnot, but I understand the conditions. We've all played in rain games like that. It really just makes me appreciate number 10 even more than I already do because he played in that stadium his whole career, and we threw the ball no matter what. 40-mile-per-hour wins, pouring rain, it didn't matter. I didn't expect the same out of DeVito. He's a practice squad kid 
who was brought up, but you somehow have to find a pop pass, a something, a stick route, a five yard, something brand to throw the football. And, but again, that's why the jets won. They had the better quarterback. Zach Wilson made enough plays. People can say whatever the hell they want about him, but some of those throws he made late in the game and in overtime, those are big time throws in pressure situations. And, you know, they deserve to win the giants. Unfortunately, lose another close game. It's been the story of the season. Same in Buffalo. Same today. Um, it's bad. It's a it's a bad loss. It's bad. This is one of the worst ones they've had in a while. Let me talk about some of the Jets side of things here. We we got the Giants perspective. A little bit of Jets is, you know, Zach Wilson was pretty terrible for most of this game. He made the throws when it mattered most, but. This was a guy that, you know, people were saying was, was due for a bad game. He was due for a turnover game. Now, one of the fumbles was because the Jets were on, like, their 12th center. The Jets continue with the offensive line injuries. The Giants, they lose Tyrod Taylor. You know, I, I think we've seen enough injuries already this, this season. The turf is done. Stop with the turf. Change it up. The the combination of bad weather in East Rutherford with that terrible MetLife Stadium turf, there's too many ACL injuries. Woods now done for the year for the Jets, another injury. Schweitzer, their third guy, he's out. So now they're, they have a center that no one's heard of. That caused a fumble. I mean, you guys can comment on this too, but the turf, it, it's getting dangerous to the point there's too many Achilles injuries, there's too many bad injuries, and guys are in the fourth, fifth, sixth offensive lineman, and there's – it's not like something you could trade. You know, Tuesday's the trade deadline. You can't just trade for a starting right tackle. You can't trade for a starting right guard. You're picking up guys off practice squads, off the street. You're, you know, straight off the couch like Justin Pugh. That's who you're getting at this point. And for the Jets, that's what they're going to have to do because they are the walking wounded. Here at 4-3, and three, you know, Jets Nation here is is happy because a win is a win. And you know Lawrence, you know Brandon, a win in the NFL is tough to get. But, man, you can't even look at this game tape because, yeah, the defense on both sides was great, but the incompetence on offense. Zach Wilson held the ball for way too long, way too many times. I give credit to this backup Jets offensive line for holding up like they did because that's a hard thing to do. Same for the Giants. But you got to get rid of the football, man. Like, you're running around in circles. You can't be taking sacks and the clock getting eaten up in that fourth quarter like he was. Chucking down the field. There's a. It seems like he's too scared to throw that pick instead of just making the mistake. I'd rather him throw a pick on a deep ball than take a sack, eat the clock, and lose 20 yards. So I think Zach Wilson regressed after progressing the last few weeks, Lawrence. But that's why you gotta. That's why you gotta watch that tape because you gotta continue to coach this guy up. Like you can't. You're not gonna be able to trade for a new quarterback and someone come in and automatically. Well, especially because Kirk Cousins is out for the and year Kirk, now. Kirk, Kirk Cousins Chains is down now. Yeah. And the same thing with the turf. As a player, you understand that the turf sucks, but you understand you got a job to do. They're not gonna swap that turf out at any point. So whether you're a Jet or a Giant, you look at it like, hey, this is where we play. I have to make I when the ball comes to me or. I get an opportunity. I have to make that. I have to make that play on the giant side of the thing of side of things today. That play wasn't made. Like Tyne said, Zach Wilson made those plays toward the end. And that's why the Jets are walking out of there still alive, still in the hunt. And for the Giants it's again, the same old song, same old song. The turf is the turf. It was raining. I just think Dexter Lawrence puts a lot of pressure on interior defense, offensive linemen and causes injuries. I mean, he is an absolute load. And you see how he puts people on roller skates. I mean, that's how guys get hurt. Bad technique and, and things happen. It's why a lot of Giants offensive linemen have been hurt because they play with such poor technique. Um, listen, you 
I don't know where you find new alignment, but the Jets are not. A, I mean, th- you think the Jets are going to the playoffs? I mean, they're four and the three. Jets they're are, very they're much they're in the terrible. Conference. Yes. They're, they they're, if the Giants they are that bad, they can. But come on. Like, that but team is not good. But their defense is elite. I mean, you saw what – I mean, I know it's against a third quarterback and, and they ran the ball every time. But the Jets defense is good. And look at – They're know, not a playoff look team. At special teams does not get the love. You know, you're a special teams guy, Lawrence. The Jets special teams, Thomas Morstead – was tremendous. Absolutely. MVP three of the game. In the five. You had Zerline make the two kicks, which he had to sure. make, even though I looked like he missed that game winner. I thought that oh, missed. I but, did too on TV. But Graham Gano, two misses. Greg Zerline, two makes. Yep. That's the game and all the punts. Like Thomas Morstead was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely sniping. He sniped all day long. Very underrated part of the game, but he put that team in great position all day. He's a veteran. He's been doing it for a long time. Uh, Jamie Gillum was fine, not as good as he has been, but he did a great job in tough conditions. It's a tough, tough day when the ball's wet, snappers, those guys handle the footballs. We just kick them, right? So um, what those guys did today, you got to tip your cap to them because they just make it look a lot easier than it really is. Um, so I give a lot of credit to both punters. Um, and, of course, Graham Gano, he had a he had a bad day. Call it what it is. Um, he's got to make both those kicks. He's kind of had a rough stretch here, two or three games where he has not been good. So um, I'm sure he'll take this on his shoulders like a big boy. Um, Got to make those kicks. He makes one of those kicks. The Giants won that game. That's the difference in the game and and a couple chippies usually for him. I mean, this guy was Mr. Automatic. And, you know, Brian Dayballs was the nickname last year. Take off the S. His name is his name. He didn't take fourth and one twice. He went for the field goal twice. He missed the field goal twice. I think at both times. Lawrence, you're two and five. Like, go for it. Like, sh- every decision, every button he's pushed this year seems to be wrong. Where last year, every b- button was right. And, you know, these tight games are turning into losses because I don't think he's had the guts that he did last year. And, of course, the injuries play a part and a lot of backups in there. But I, I each, a prevent defense, preventing yourself uh, prevents you from winning. What's the saying? A prevent defense is preventing you from winning. I just think he's playing. He's coaching too conservatively. In the end, it's all about execution, but I just think we're seeing a coach that, you know, is trying to get things right, and he's just pushing the wrong buttons right now. Well, Adore, you know, Adore said in, in the post game real quick, Brandon, sorry for interrupting, He Adore said they were an outside man in that end of regulation play. They were not in prevent. So I don't know what that means. I'm not obviously privy to all the coverages. Maybe you know better than I do, Brandon, but he said they were in uh, – I watched his interview post game. He said they were an outside man, and he got nudged. He did get pushed. A little bit. And then obviously Zach scrambled and made a nice throw. Um, but outside man, they weren't in prevent. I don't mean said. prevent defense. I mean preventive coaching. Like have some guts. You know, it's just not enough guts. It's not the exact defense formation, but in terms of prevent, not throwing the ball at all, like we just said before. Like with Yeah, that's that. crazy. That's so when he's saying of. when he's saying outside man, they're playing outside technique. The help's supposed to be there in the inside. The reason why people say prevent because there are three safeties back there, Pinnock. Uh, Xavier McKinney and uh, Dane, Dane Belton were all three back there. But, yeah, there's supposed to be some sort of help inside to where that's where you want to funnel. That's where your help is uh, to funnel. Don't let anything go outside of you because I believe the Jets at that time had, what, one or, or no timeouts oh, left. Oh, that's right, yeah. So you to don't want the them to go to the – get get the catch and get out, out of bounds. What had happened was Zach Wilson broke contain. So I don't know who it was, what side it was, but he broke contain got outside that pocket or, and it was another one. I don't, I'm maybe messing up the throws where he kind of stood in there 
and he took a hit and, and, and delivered a ball as well. So it's one to go back to what you're saying, Jake, about how Brian Dables is is missing when he's going conservative. I think in the NFL, you cannot play conservative for two for back-to-back quarters, two quarters in a row, and expect your defense to just continue to play lights out and stop an offensive, an NFL caliber offensive team. You got Garrett Wilson. On the other side, you got a guy like Brees Hall, who, as we said in the pregame show, he touches that ball in space. He's gone. And we saw that when they didn't get him down in the, in, in the beginning when they scored that first touchdown. So Brian Dable, when it when it comes to him pushing that button, he's missing on the conservative side. Last year, he was aggressive and it was like it's like shooting craps. Almost like like he was aggressive with his betting, with 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 his play call and when it came to being aggressive. And it's just backfired this year. And it's just something that has continued to plague this team. And it's unfortunate because guys are giving effort. It's not like you're seeing people back down or or guys uh, giving up. You're seeing guys compete. But at the end of the day, the performance is just not enough and it hasn't been enough throughout the course of the season. Yeah, and that's what I mean when I say preventive. He just has not been aggressive. He's just preventing himself from losing a game with certain decisions, and he ended up losing the game. And the Jets win 13-10. They improved to 4-3. and three. The Chargers will come to MetLife Stadium. They are playing as we record right now against the Bears. The Chargers come to MetLife for another primetime game. Hide your eyes. Zach Wilson is in primetime once again. But the Jets are right in the thick of things. And for the Giants, guys, two and six, you're in a weird position. Tyrod Taylor, we haven't talked about much. Rib injury gets sent to the hospital. You know, he he was down on the ground on the sidelines for a while. I was scared for him. You know, hopefully he's okay. But, you know, do you put Daniel Jones back? I don't know if he's ready. He could be done. Tyrod Taylor could be done. Is this DeVito for the rest of the year and you're tanking? What do you do here at two and six? And then on top of that, Lawrence, you got the trade deadline in forty in under forty eight hours. You know this loss could maybe affect some decisions. Not that you have many pieces oh, yeah. to give away, but maybe a Dory Jackson. Have, I, I think the Giants have a lot of pieces to give away, and I would be a hundred percent selling right now. No questions asked. Who you got to do what's right? You're selling. Who's who's got to you got to do what's right? Everyone's on the table. Every single player except my you know my young guys my andrew thomases hey Banks. you know uh my my rookie yeah my young guys but all my vets those four year plus type guys the adory jacksons the xavier mckinney's the darren wallers if someone wants a guy with a bad hammy they're all on the table leonard williams 100% leonard williams if you want to take his 32 million dollar cap hit this year i don't know what his base is but i think it's number 1 on the giants team um you are right they are in a very bad spot Tyrod Taylor doesn't look like he's going to play next week, just based on what I saw. Daniel Jones has been reported is coming back maybe this game, but for sure Dallas game. They may have to expedite it. And if Andrew Thomas can come back, you feel a lot better about putting Daniel Jones in that game against the Raiders with Andrew Thomas back. Because that offensive line, outside of a few you know, glitches here early, they played pretty solid football. So I, two and six, guys, it, it it's it's – they're not making the playoffs, if I had to guess today. If I had to bet some money on it, they're not going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying you throw the towel in and try and lose as many games as you can, but you got to see a ton of Wandell, a ton of Hyatt, and a ton of these young guys the rest of the way. That's what this is about. Go see what happens, whether you win two games, four games, five, finish six and 11, five and 12. That's what it is. You dug this hole, and this is what you're going to have to live with. But their season 
quite frankly, it's over in terms of the playoffs. Yeah, when you're talking about selling, you can sell a Xavier McKinney because of the way Jason Pinnock's been playing well. So outstanding. It, so you could you don't have you're not gonna have to pay him big money to stay. Yep. So there goes your safety, and then you go find somebody. And else. Belton, Belton can play, McLeod can play. They're your McLeod, young guys. Yeah, and I mean, you look at you got your young corners, Trey Hawkins, yeah. Cordell Fly's been lights out. I mean, that's your guy Deontay. you called him last year. Uh, Tay Banks, who I thought between here, he and Garrett Wilson, you saw good on good the entire game. Both those guys were making plays against each other, and I was I was locked in on it, like because Garrett Wilson, man, the way he comes off the ball, it looks his stem, everything about him is elite. And the fact that Tay kind of held his own for the longest, that you want to see him get away from grabbing so much. He's 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 very grabby, and that's going to get him in trouble uh, later on in his career, as it did today with that defensive pass interference. But we got a chance to see good on good. But back to it, um, just to give a couple flowers, Michael McFadden was all over the place as well today, y'all. Yeah, him and Okereke continue to be. Really good. They're off limits, by the way, in terms of, you know, I say trade everybody. You guys know, if you follow the Giants, you guys know who's available. I mean, Saquon, no one's, no one's, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't Someone know. gives up a second. They say everyone's trying to link them to the Ravens. If the Ravens give up a second with all the holes on this You got to take it. You got to take it. That's your, you could get your Saquon next year in that second round for cheaper. So, uh, you know, I was going back and forth with some fans today. No one wants to see him go. No one's standing on an Apple box saying. But at the end of the day, times, and let me know if you feel this way, but as a player, you want to see him have some sort of success. In oh, the yeah. So he's been he on this. Where, yeah. yeah. Oh, I couldn't agree more. He deserves it. He deserves it. However much time he has left, two years, three, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. you would. I would love, I'd be a Ravens fan. If he went to the Ravens, it'd be a hell of an offense to watch. And, you know, three and five versus two and six isn't a drastic difference. But, man, mm. Giants, you, you win that game, then you play a, a mediocre Ravens team, maybe get to four and five, maybe there's some hope. All hope is out the window. Everyone's talking about Caleb Williams. They're talking about top five draft pick. And we're only eight games in. And you, you talk about teams. I thought the Jets kind of had an early bye, but it helped them because they were banged up. This would have been the perfect week for the Giants to have a bye. They do not have a bye till the first week of December. It's crazy. So you, uh, this team is all banged up, and they still got to play four straight games now with whoever they throw out there. And, you know, this could be a different team they, come the preview show. They, in, they have uh, a stretch Thursday. coming up where there's three on the road, right? Uh, Raiders, Cowboys, the, Commanders. Yeah. And then the, I mean, and that's Patriots crazy. Yeah. Yep. That that That's tough. I mean, it. Listen, it's just it. It was such a bad start, and this is what happens. That's why you got to get off to a a five hundred start, a three and one, a two something. They dug a hole so deep that this is what they're dealing with it week eight, week nine. One guy, one guy on the giant side who was smiling probably at least until late when the offside penalty happens. Carl Banks. I mean, he comes out on the winning side of the Brandon Tierney plus Sal Licata versus. Carl Banks debate. I know Lawrence, you tweeted about Lawrence. You also did a little smack talking to the Jets. You had to eat your words. Your profile picture is now a Jets helmet. I have a Jet helmet. Yeah, it looks great. Um, but me and Dues, me and Dusable, me and Dusable, yeah. Leger, friend I, I, of the program. Leger, um, that's how about my guy, that? Man. Kayvon had a great game. The offside, you know, is tough. You know, it's going to get overlooked, but that stopped the clock. Jets probably lose the game if the clock didn't stop there. But that was his one mistake. Otherwise. 
Kayvon silenced Dominated. those critics. Yep. Yeah, he was fantastic. He had, I mean, he played winning football. Defense played winning football. The offense, again, did not play winning football. So you lose. It's a team game. And that's that's another guy that's off the trade block. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. That's I said, yeah. Yeah, that's young young and, and, no. and with that performance times, he showed that he can play in New York. He showed that you can hear you can hear the chatter. Everyone hears a chatter. You heard you heard that. And he probably I can't confirm it, but you probably go up to Carl Banks and you say, hey, thanks, man. I appreciate you getting my back because he can't come out and say anything. But what he did is he said that that's the ultimate shut up with the way that he played today. Do his lights out. He was all over the field. And after the game, Robert Solid talking a little smack. He said to say you're king of New York is pretty cool. There is no king coming out of that crap show that we just watched. At He's Met a Life clown. Stadium. He's an absolute <laughs> clown. Like who says that? The king of New York. You want a game against a two and what were we? Two and five team with Tommy DeVito at quarterback. And he says it feels good. To be the kings of New York, you that plan who goes, you that, but just he can't help who's hurt, who's not. Like I like he is that the, type of he's stuff. He's the ultimate motivator, but yeah, it's he a is man. statement like, in some ways. That's corny. That's what that is. <laughs> that's corny. Like listen, and they can say whatever they want. They won the game, but that's corny. Listen, the Jets have talked a lot this year. Right now, they're backing up. They're four yeah. and three in the thick of yeah. things. They're gonna the be. AFC. They're gonna be on the couch with them Giants too in in January. You watch. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. I, I think the issue is you can't get Kirk Cousins. You can't get another quarterback. But on the field, looking a little bit better each week. Do you know Rogers, there is a, could be a on the strong list. majority of Jets fans that are so freaking delusional. They think that Aaron Rodgers is going to somehow play this year. They really think that. I, what doctor in the world is going to medically clear him to play football? None. Zero. Nada. You heard it here first. Dr. Now, Joe he Rogan. Will, he will not play a snap this year. For them, no I way. I, I think he call he goes by his own way, and there's going to be someone that clears him. I that don't know. hype is making me buy into it, man. Like I'm not going to lie, I'm I'm looking towards him trying to get out there and play. And they need, and then he's going to blow it up again. That's what you worry about, because you know I talked to Brandon Marshall the other day on on game. Are you going to mortgage the future for the present? If he's good to go, I say, but he's not going to be 100%. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather Zach, Zach Wilson play the rest of the way? It, this is what I would much rather have as a coach. Let him play the rest of the season. We go 8-9, nine, 9-8, nine eight, whatever the number is. Say they do get into the playoffs. Zach Wilson is so much better of a player. He's 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 matured. He's, he's grown under Rodgers. Wouldn't you rather go into next year with that, or do you want to go out there with a 60%, 50% Aaron Rodgers? Come Aaron on, Rodgers. That's they crazy. get to the playoffs is because their defense. Have you seen that free. offensive line? Do you uh, do you, you gonna put Aaron Rodgers behind that offensive line? No Look. coach in their right mind is putting him behind that offensive line. Well, the hope for the Jets is Dwayne Brown is back in a week, Joe Tittman's back in a week or two, and then they're kind of in a better place. But we we don't know what the line's gonna look like in December because the way the injuries are happening every week, someone else is going down. So you know, a lot to be determined here in the coming days. If if there's a lineman available on a bad team, there's not many out there. We'll see if the Jets make a move. We'll see the Giants are not sellers. The Jets are buyers. It's going to be an intriguing week. You guys will cover that on Blue Rush Preview. Uh, these Blue Rush Previews, you, you might have to just start looking back in Giants history because these uh, – Oh, yeah. It's not gonna We're going to have some historic shows, right? We're going to have some historic shows. 
Let's just bring we're back gonna find ob- we're gonna find obscure stats to talk about. Last time we talked about Dave's and Salah having six kids each. That's, That's a lot of kids. kids. Yeah. Going to the VHS footage. So we gotta find something about Mike McDaniel or uh what's that dude's name? Uh Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, yeah. yeah. We gotta uh hey, I know he's a terrible coach, so we can start there. Yeah, well, Jimmy Garoppolo will be back likely once he gets hurt again. Yeah. Um, but you guys will preview that game on Thursday. Brandon London TV. Maybe. On Twitter. Maybe. We might we might talk about Pokemon cards. Maybe we'll have Blake Martinez on talking yeah. about the Pokemon. Yeah, he'll, hey, he he'll, worked out for the Panthers. You. He worked out uh, for the Panthers on Wednesday. I'm going to open these cards in front of all of you viewers. Oh, look, it's a $400,000 card. Then they, someone buys it. It's worth eight bucks. A multi-millionaire scamming people on Pokemon cards. Listen, like, man, come on. Money is the root of all evil. Right, B London? Money. That's what people are greedy, man. That's what happens in this world. Congrats to the Jets, by the way. I'm a little pissed off because yeah. but... you and Sean Marash, my God, he is struggling on Twitter. No, he's he deserves it. He he goes way too far. Yeah, he's he used times ten far. in terms of talking smack. And uh he is hearing it from Jets Nation. I I pull for the Jets. Like I, when I'm, we're not playing the. I pull on Sunday. I'm pulling for the Jets to win. I'm not. I'm not that guy. I, I say it all the time. Not rivals. I pull for the Giants. They, they play once I every four the years. Oh, they yeah. play in a meaningless preseason game until they play in a Super Bowl. And if they played every year, like Mets Yankees, Mets Yankees yeah. played in a World Series and they play four to six times every year. Once every four years and in the same yeah. crappy stadium doesn't constitute a rivalry no. to me. So, you know. Good, uh, I'd say good game, bad game, fun game, crazy. It was a fun game, though, to be honest, right? I enjoyed it. I thought the the chess match of the game was, it was ugly, but it was like, man, what's going to happen here? So I kind of enjoyed it. You almost want that NFL films old school voice talking over like the highlights (laughs) of of that. Uh, And down the field, that's the third string quarterback handing the ball off every single freaking time. Um, Shout out to uh, the DeVito family. Well, thanks for listening here to this Blue Rush crossover with gangs all here podcast make sure you follow us all jake brown radio lt4 kicks brandon london tv thanks for listening yeah every decision um that you make you try to make for the best interest of of the team in that particular game Uh, that's what we'll always do Uh, sometimes it doesn't work out that'll do it for episode 160 of blue rush our giants podcast from the new york post no scottish clothes here should i do it in my groove voice thanks to andrew hartz and mason verdicchio for helping me produce the show subscribe to blue rush wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the new york post support youtube page Just give us a thumbs up and comment below is it time to sell off the whole team giants fans? follow the crew on twitter at jake brown radio at lt4 kicks at brandon london tv at ny post underscore schwartz at brian cause thanks everybody for tuning into this crossover episode of the show okay i can't do that voice for longer than like 30 seconds it's too ridiculous thanks everybody for listening the guys your normal crew will be back with this blue rush preview for the giants upcoming matchup against the raiders can they pick up a third win and stay alive in whatever race that they are in thanks everybody for listening to blue rush talk to you thursday